Cause and Rule of Three, two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. The perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. Later in the show, well, actually the whole show, I think we're going to kind of be talking about crashes and burns. It's, uh, I think, uh, I think, I think all three topics fit that. Uh, the last one, of course, was a show I did at Acme. Uh, the middle one is uh, uh, the man who went to uh, space to prove the Earth was flat. <laughs> and uh, that chuckle, of course, is, uh, is my partner, Ben Washburn, who is uh, uh, actually uh, recording this uh, week's episode from his car. From my car. Because the, co- the contractors have taken over his house. They have. And uh, ma- made it impossible to podcast from the house. It's... Uh, they're probably not really working. They're probably just in there banging pipes and eating sandwiches. <laughs> I, they've been hauling stuff out of there. They've been hauling old okay. bathroom tile, so I can say for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're working. Okay. Does it? Does that mean? Does that mean a tile has been picked out? Uh, uh, fans of the show will know that you were having a hard time just selecting a tile that you're going to have to live with. Has Has there been one selected? The two, two, three, three coordinating tiles, and a vanity. All selected. Now, well, well, now I think I, th- I think three coordinating tiles themselves are a vanity, but uh. <laughs> it's all vanity. A showering is a vanity. Why don't you, why why, sh- why why shower with personal grooming? True, true, true. So uh, so that's uh, that's uh, if it sounds different, that's why. Uh, but the, uh, the 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 first topic that we are begrudgingly going to uh, 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 approach here is uh, is all over the news. Is uh, Trump's Donald Trump's uh, uh, attorney's office was uh, searched by the FBI? The FBI, which, uh, br- yeah. Which uh, well, it, it brings up an interesting question. Well, it was uh, I think it was ordered by the FBI, but I think it was searched by the Southern New York District Court. I think I I don't know who actually. Or they approved the warrant. I don't know the details in it, but it was uh, uh, it was not just a uh, uh, Mueller w- went to great lengths to uh, say that you know to try to get uh, other people's input on this because he didn't want it to look like uh, he's just going after the attorney-client privilege, which okay. is the reason why why attorneys' offices are, are aren't always searched. Okay, what? So that's why he's tiptoeing. Was. Uh that's why I had to do all this to is to protect the attorney client privilege between yeah, Cohen yeah, and it's Trump. Kind of, yeah, it's it, it's kind of unheard of when a when a guy is being investigated. You know, the attorney attorney client privileges, you know, they are sacrosanct. I mean, it's uh, the the only thing more sacrosanct is a, is a confession uh, to a priest. Yeah, and, well, uh, so it would almost seem to me then that uh, this would almost uh, go to show me that it's not Trump they're going after at all with this evidence. It's at least it seemed to me if they if they gathered a bunch of evidence in there that went after against Trump or they wouldn't be able to submit it in court. It almost seems like they're only going after Cohen with this. Well, here's here here's the feeling I get, and uh, and uh, I could be wrong, uh, but but the feeling I get is that they've decided that uh, that the uh, the charge they're going to go, they're going to try to impeach Trump with, is uh, uh, paying off a porn star from campaign funds and then lying about it. Yeah, the the lying about the campaign funds used to uh, for hush money for a porn star. 
basically. Yep. Yeah, yep. interesting. It's, uh, nothing to nothing to do, nothing to do with Russia anymore. She wasn't even a Russian porn star. No, for, for gosh sake. Uh, no, then uh, she, she would have been much. That interview would have been sexier if she was Russian. I tell you that right now. It, the accent <laughs> would have been great. <laughs> you don't know why I well, do these things with the president. Well, if she was a Russian porn star, she probably would be Mrs. Trump. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's or dead. Or dad. He one does. Of those two. He does. He does have a thing for the Eastern European accents. It would appear. Yeah. But the, so the, the uh, now the way I, the way I was uh, I I just read one short article on it. It what is the difference between this and what Ken Starr ended up doing with Clinton? You know where the 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 investigation in, into uh, Whitewater. Uh, then they dig up files about this affair, and then you know what I mean. And then they they spring the question on Clinton during questioning. They spring spring this right, and then under oath in the heat of the moment, he doesn't phrase things correctly, and now perjury. And um, what's the, the difference well, between well, the, the two? Well, the difference is the difference is up until that point, Whitewater ha- had proved criminality. That there, that there, there were there were indictments that were related to the original investigation. The original re- investigation was about a shady real estate deal and uh, defrauding the uh, uh, United States as far as the, with the savings and loan scandal, is uh, a shady real estate deal, savings and loan scandal. Uh, people were indicted, people were uh, convicted. I mean, it was it was a crooked operation, of which the Clintons were fifty percent partners. Yeah, so, so they were partners so, in this in this operation. They know at least the partners in a, in a, in were a criminal, crooked in a criminal in a criminal enterprise. Yes, they were yeah. partners in a criminal enterprise. Uh, Ken Starr was was trying to get uh, testimony against the Clintons to prove that they were co- complicit in the criminal enterprise, and much much the same way uh, a crime family operates. No one would testify against the Clintons. It's, it all stopped right before the Clintons. Because One, of the, uh, you, Mc- do you think because of their political power, or was it because they weren't involved? I mean, I mean that's the that's the big question there. Were they don't, well, knowing? Don't, well, don't know. Jim Jim McDougal Jim McDougal said, "Okay, I'll testify," and then he died. He died in custody. He died. After which, Susan, it's a good way to go. I think that's a good way to die in custody. <laughs> Who wants so, to die out of custody? Which, that's a bad way to after die. After which, after which, the only other person who was—I mean, Jim and Susan McDougal—they were—they were—they were the other fifty percent partners. Uh, after uh, Jim McDougal died in custody, Susan said, I, "I'm not testifying." And uh, and and they said, well, "Well, you have to testify." They granted her immunity, and they said, "Now you have to testify because you have no Fifth Amendment protection." And she said, "I'm still not going to testify." She said, "No," and uh, she, she said, "No," and they uh, locked her up for contempt of court. Did she, she die in custody? To... She didn't die no, in custody. No, no, she she sat in prison. She sat in prison till and the still end of didn't uh, Clinton's die. term. Did not die in no. custody. Well, well, she, well, yeah, because she wasn't going to testify. She had she had already established that she was not going to testify, so she uh, she sat well, in prison until Clinton, I mean, this until is, Clinton pardoned her. Yeah, and that that could be so. There, so now, what is the difference between that and this one, though? I mean, in this one, I okay, I okay, see okay. lots yeah. of shady, snaky things going on with Manafort, with this these Russian elections and all. I mean, there's so no, many. No, 
no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing that, that that has been indicted so far has anything to do with the election or anything to do with Russia. It's basically Mueller is going through people's history. They're going through tax records from 10, 15 years ago looking for maybe a, 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 a something that was misfiled or, or something that was done improperly or a form that wasn't filled out. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's prosecuting these little, these little infractions to the full extent of the law to try to get them to turn. I and, am uh, going to re-look into that. I do not believe you're being totally not biased about that stuff that's going on with those guys. As far yeah, as look, the people no. involved with his campaign, his managers and some of those people, I think they were definitely approached by Russians and that we now know the Russians were definitely doing yeah. all sorts of sneaky things. They were approached by And they, they answered to Russians. the Russians and they didn't answer. They were not forthright about how they were uh, talking to Russians and working back and the, forth. The only, the only, the only meeting with the Russians ended after about five minutes. As when, uh, when, when, when. Trump well, how long does it take you to hand someone a thumb drive with a bunch of info? Less than five <laughs> minutes, ten seconds, Tim. I mean, that's really all sure. it would take. That's sure. all if it there would was take. A, if there, if there was any evidence that that thumb drive would even existed. It's. I mean, it's pretty much. It's Cambridge Analytica gave gave the Trump campaign all the information they wanted. There was no need to go to Russia. Yeah. Well, that's and then that's another one too that Cambridge Analytica gave them the information and where did that come from? And yeah. Who? Well, that came from that came from people who wanted to take uh, see which Game of Thrones character you're like. Uh, That's quiz fascinating. On, uh, it's a fascinating thing. <laughs> but yeah, I do I think mean, I do think uh, that at least when I, as I've read articles, I felt, oh no, I want this investigated. I want to look into how the mechanics of how Russia was doing what they were doing. That's what I want to know. I, I'm not sure. interested in. I don't. You if know, impeachments happen, how, whatever. You, I just want to know well, how they're doing, okay. what they're doing. That's it. And I what, want, and I want anybody involved in any future campaign to know that if someone of these guys approach you, you better vet the people you talk to, and you better vet the information you get, or you might go to jail for the rest of your life. That's what I want hanging over future elections. I want that. The in bigger place. question is: the bigger question is, is why wasn't it investigated when it was happening? Oh, it was and though. The, I mean, that's the, no, no, when, no, 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 no. You're that's wrong. When there. The, it was not. It was not because Susan Rice told the investigators to stop investigating. They knew that Russia was trying to influence the election. They knew it was active. And Susan Rice of the Obama administration told the well, agents. Okay, to now back here's off. my question: If they investigate, they're damned because well, now you're meddling with uh, a Republicans. Uh, a candidate's uh, election, and if they do, if they don't, no, they're no, damned. No, Either no, way, no, they're damned. No. But that's because you see that—that's the thing. That's the thing. At that point, they they were pretty sure that Hillary was going to win, so they stopped investigating. They stopped. They let the Russians meddle with the election because they were okay, sure okay. Hillary was going that's to win. That's true. And they, wanted it and they, to be, so, they wanted it to be perceived as a clean win. Well, but they, but they wasn't meddling in favor of Hillary. 
I think they just thought, well, they're meddling, no, but no, it must no, it's no, not they, working. They, no, it's obviously it, not working. It was. There was no meddling. There was no there was no evidence. The Russians were meddling, yes. Were they meddling in favor of Trump? No. Because as soon as Trump won, they started organizing the uh not my president campaigns. They were just meddling. No, they no, 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 no. Care. They were they were meddling in favor. They definitely didn't want Clinton. No, you're absolutely wrong. No, there. because absolutely I do wrong. I am not wrong. They were meddling, I am they not were wrong. meddling. We will they have to revisit this, and I, we will, we will in private, <laughs> exchange our emails <laughs> of evidence. You are wrong, sir. You are absolutely. <laughs> you and are wrong. We're out of time, <laughs> so we'll, we we will revisit. Yeah. Uh, we are hopefully, back. hopefully, with uh, with with some lighter topics, uh, uh, we are going to be talking about uh, the crash and burn series at Acme Comedy uh, in the final segment. Uh, but uh, this uh, the topic we're gonna we're we're talking about uh, almost crash and yeah. almost burn. Oh, it's, so close, uh, <laughs> so close! It teased us. Uh, Mike Hughes is uh, uh, is is a flat earther. Well, it's actually I read another article, and and he he is not himself a flat earther. What? But, uh, 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 yeah, according to according to one an article I read on Dick Dig, a mm-hmm. <laughs> dig. What, what did they say? Is that he says he says he's not a flat earther. That uh, but but he knew that the only way he was going to be able to fund his project was by uh, was by uh, saying that he was because he that... knew that the flat. Earth- is that true? What? You know what I mean? Really? Oh, that, that just uh, well, makes it, it less fun. According to Dig, according to Dig, a handful of redditors are pointing to evidence that suggests Hughes doesn't actually believe the Earth is flat. Rather, he has only recently adopted the ideology to raise money to fund his rocket project. That's it. That's it. That's he just. What that's what people are claiming. Uh, for, I don't know that. Who... <laughs> now, this one, okay. this topic, is the earth flat? This is yet another topic Tim and I do not agree on at all. We, <laughs> This is not common ground, right? Well, you, uh, do you think uh, the earth well, is well, flat well, you, or round? Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I'll tell, you how, I'll tell you how I feel. Okay. Is, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure the earth is round. It's yeah. all evidence I've seen indicates that the Earth is round. I can't imagine how it is flat, but I am fascinated to watch the flat earthers Me too. post their case. It is fascinating. It's, <laughs> it's fascinating. It is, it, is, it is science. It is science in in uh, 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 you know going on is active science. It's because science. That's how science works. Science without math and physics. That's what it really is. (laughs) It's people asking questions, the answers of which they have no idea. They could never understand. It's like, okay, here's the answer. Do you have four years to go through college and get a degree in physics? No. Well, then that one won't work. Yeah, I mean, they're literally just too (laughs) dumb to understand any of the answers. So it's just fascinating. It's like watching someone from the Dark Ages fumble with this huge question. You're like, you're... (laughs) 
When you hear him, well, I'm not dizzy. If it's spinning, why am I not dizzy? Why am I not falling over kind of, right now? It's just fascinating. It <laughs> <laughs> is kind of interesting. Yeah. It, 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 it's, yes, imagine if we had transported a pope from the Middle Ages yes, yes. Into, the, into modern life. Yeah. And uh, it's like, you you can't dispute me. I am infallible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and you showed him a cell phone. And he said, well, it's obviously the power of Jesus that makes this work. He said, actually, it's rape. Well, I don't believe that. Well, I can't. Well, I don't. I That's don't know that true. he would think it's the power of Jesus or Satan. And Good he, point. And if he <laughs> right, and if he had used that, and if he had used that that that, that smartphone for any time on the internet or uh, he, uh, Facebook, yeah. he, he most certainly would Wouldn't not say credit Jesus. that. And he wouldn't. And he wouldn't care. He wouldn't care what the source of the magic was. I think he would just jump in and use it to whatever he was. He needed to use it for, (laughs) like the rest of us. It's just fascinating. These guys, I think, the flat earthers are really just a segment of this symptom we have, where we do not trust experts. In a world that is so complex, it's comprised of nothing but a bunch of cooperating experts. Like, say this one of these flat earthers is a very competent mechanic, super confident, competent. If I took my car into him and said, replace this catalytic converter, and then, and then he started to do it, I said, that's not how it works. I don't believe you. You know, I mean, he would understand his realm, absolutely. But it's his unwillingness or her unwillingness to accept expertise in other realms, you know? There's no trust. There's just this extreme distrust. Well, I, I, have, I, I have had mechanics tell me I don't believe you, and it's usually <laughs> because I'm wrong. <laughs> I'll go in and go, oh, yeah, that's definitely a CV joint. And he goes, nah, I don't believe you. Yeah. And he'll, he'll go back he'll say, uh, it's the bearing. It, it actually argued with, with with a guy once. I go, oh, no, did. I'm pretty sure it's a bearing. And he goes, no, it's a suspension bushing. I go, no, no, it's a bearing. He goes, look. See, you want and, the bearing replaced? You want the bearing replaced? Don't replace the bearing. But I'm telling you right now. I'll take your money. Gonna... <laughs> you <Yeah>. idiot. <laughs> yeah. at, at, which point, at which point I acquiesced to his expertise. I said, oh, okay. yeah, your problem. I'm, I'm a jerk. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm such a jerk. <laughs> That's but anyway, funny. back to the back to the, back to the rocket. To, to, back to the rocket. To Hughes and his rocket. It's an awesome story. Yeah, Let's Mike go. Hughes. Mike Hughes, who, who must have some mechanical competence because it's not uh, it, it's not quite the rocket you'd imagine. I mean, when I heard about it, <laughs> I, I, I pictured I pictured some roller skates and a big oh. red rocket with an enormous fuse and Acme stamped across <laughs> the side of it. That's well, right. I, I but, was thinking. Of, a giant Estes rocket. That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> put together as scouts. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, but no, but no. It's uh, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a nice looking rocket, and it's uh, it, it is steam it is it is steam powered. That's uh, which is which is how uh, Evil Knievel almost jumped the canyon when yeah. I was a boy. So it didn't work. Are you once. too young to remember that? <laughs> yeah, no, I remember it. 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 So it didn't work once. Why not try it again? <laughs> well, this actually he tried it. He tried a couple launches uh, 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 in February. He tried a launch, and uh, and I came across this is uh, Paul Zero. I don't know who Paul Zero is, it, it, but 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 he he he's connected somehow with the Flat Earth Society. <laughs> and, uh, and he said when, when they scrubbed the launch, he said, the, the launch ain't happening, Zerly, Zero finally admitted. Hughes <laughs> climbed out of the rocket to face the cameras. He scratched his head. Maybe I left a plug in there, he said. Maybe an O-ring melted. Who knew? 
I pulled the plunger five different times, you said. I considered beating on the rocket nozzle from the underneath side. But you, you can't get anyone under there. It'll kill you. It just... It'll scald you to death. It'll blow the skin and muscle off your bones, which is, I think there was at least two Roadrunner cartoons that ended exactly like that. Pulls the plunger, nothing happens, pulls it again, crawls underneath, bangs on it twice. There's a big puff of smoke and just... uh, just a skeleton holding up a sign going, I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's just fascinating that the guys who can't build the rocket won't trust the guys who can. It's just amazing. Now, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, just. Oh, oh that's funny. Oh, that's such a funny. I, I would see, I would pay. I think his idea, you said you read the article that uh, someone had, that, that he has said he's a flat earther just to dupe flat earthers out of their funding so that he could get Because he just wanted to, wanted to build a rocket. Yeah, yeah. That's all he wanted. He just wanted to build a rocket. I have long See. said for quite a while now, we should all pitch in money to buy the president of the Flat Earth Society a ticket one way out to space. Say, listen, buddy, we're going to shoot you out there, and then you are going to radio back the disappointing news to all your followers. <laughs> you know, you know, no, it's round, guys. I'm afraid it's. I'm looking down at a globe right now. You know. Yeah, but even up there, it looks like a disc. Oh, well, I guess they could. He could argue it's a disc that was just somehow spinning that changes. It's just shifting, and he would. <laughs> I don't. And then the other thing, the, then the moon's a disc. And then how do you explain the circular shadow on the moon? I mean, there's just so many. And then how do you explain the millions of scientists on payroll? And then all the history books and then the math. And then just take a four-year course in physics and then you know for yourself. Here's the the other thing is that, that, you know, uh, on some scientific debates, like, like, say, for instance, global warming, there are are motivations for either side. To uh, yeah. you know, one, one person says that it's the motivations of government that wanted that wants to seize more control and revenue, yeah. and the other side says it's the oil companies who want to make a profit. So I mean, there's there's motivations on either side. I don't know the motivation for perpetrating the hoax of a round Earth. Uh, I don't know. Uh, there's got to be something in the tourist industry that's very powerful that's making you go round trip tickets. <laughs> They, I mean, so, they charge so, out money. So, yeah, so and then the they cruise just... industry. The cruise industry is making profit by selling round-the-world trips. And the airlines. When, when the it, airlines. When in reality, uh, when in reality just, they're just they're taking people's money and they're falling and just off the air. wandering around. They're just wandering around <laughs> in circles on a flatter sky underneath that dome that's like 6,000 miles up there with the stars poked in it. And they just wander. It's insane. It's insane. People don't understand. It is absolutely absolutely insane, and it's also the end of the segment. Darn it. Ah. 
Which brings us to the final segment of the Rule of Three. Uh, we are going to uh, be talking in this segment about a show I did last week. It's yeah. uh, I have I have done seven shows of this sort. This was this was number seven, and it's I. I actually, Bent, I actually owe you an apology. What? Why? Because, uh, well, because uh, it was Tom Bernard. I was on the Tom Bernard show. Yeah. Uh, uh, when, when I do uh, Tom Bernard, big uh, radio celebrity in uh, in uh, the Twin Cities in Minnesota yeah. where I do the show. And uh, every time I do the show, there's always a media whirlwind. I always do a bunch of radio, a bunch of podcasts. I sit down for some some newspaper interviews. It's kind of a big deal in uh, in Minneapolis. What it is uh, for the uninitiated, it's a it's a show I do where I invite uh, three other comics to come in and uh, write twenty minutes apiece over the course of a week. And, yeah, uh, we we call it Crash and Burn. Great and, time. Uh, Tom Barnard is a big supporter of the show, and uh, he uh, I was on his morning show, and he said, uh, "Who was on the first Crash and Burn?" You forgot and me. I said. I <laughs> forgot you. Oh. I remember Jackie. I remember Jackie Cajun. I, Dwight, I Slate. Dwight Slate. Oh, he crushed it. He was so good. And uh. and the the third and he goes, who was the who was the third one? And I said, <laughs> I, I can't remember. And I know you had done. I know you had done one. Now don't get me wrong. I knew that. But you, you were, couldn't you remember which one. Yeah. I could not remember which one. The first one. Was, uh, the inaugural. I mean, it was. A blast. But it seems uh, it seems like yesterday. It didn't seem when you were there with me. It did not seem like yesterday. I, I mean, it seemed like yesterday. Yeah. It did not seem like seven, seven years ago. Years ago that we that, that we did that. And that's that was, one. Uh, that was the. That's one dog. No, that I'm going the way. That's fifty dog years. I'm doing the opposite way. Seven years. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, uh, one, it's one old man month. <laughs> one old man one month. It's one turtle year. That's what it is. It's <laughs> yeah, one tortoise go. year. One tortoise year. <laughs> and uh, so it's uh, so yeah. So uh, I'm I am sorry. It, That's okay. Uh, I had to actually look at look it up later, and it was like, oh, oh it's this is gonna bad. be difficult. I'm gonna tell him so, on the podcast so people. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> so I can hear his disappointment. No, I'm I'm fine. It didn't seem that long ago. Seven years. You've been doing that seven yeah. years. Yeah, Good. my gosh, it was it was funny. It was uh, I was talking to uh, Jay Elvis Weinstein, uh, uh, who was who was on this year's uh, uh, lineup. Okay. Uh, writer for Mystery Science Theater three thousand. I, yeah. I said, Wow, I can't believe it's seven years. And, and, he, and he had to point out. That uh, that the uh, the other uh, person on the show, uh, uh, Carmen Lynch, yeah, oh, I had to make sure I got it right. Carmen uh, Lynch. That, that she had only been doing comedy for fifteen years. So when I started doing this, it was it was half her comedy career ago. Oh wow, wow. Isn't that weird. That is weird. <laughs> That's really yeah. weird. So how did it go? Was it was it just? Uh, oh, it, was, it was it was fantastic. We had we had we had several sold out shows. Great. Over the course of the week, it was uh, Cy Amundsen, Carmen Lynch, and J. Elvis Weinstein. Oh, great! And, uh, great, and and myself. And, and interestingly, interestingly, you had mentioned it in the the other previous segment. It's uh, one of the one of the bits I did was talking about uh, my childhood and Estes rockets. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's great material. That's a great. Uh, there's great. There's a lot of potential there. 
the Estes yeah, did rockets. you uh, did you when when you when you were uh, uh, Estes rockets when you did them? Did you did you sign the pledge, the Rocketeers code? I didn't. I didn't remember. I probably signed it and then thought nothing of it. Like everything else, exactly. I agreed to exactly. in my youth. Exactly. Just... It was the very first. It was the very first. Uh, yes, I want to download this rocket. So I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever. It was what the first. A... Yeah, <laughs> it was the first contract. It's yeah. There, there was a, uh, uh, and this is one point I brought out in the show. There's actually uh, an, an interesting line in the Rocketeers Code is that I hereby pledge I will never put explosive payloads in them. And, really? Uh, yeah. I wish I would have read that because I I had not I had not thought of that. Man, one. the whole U.S. government has not followed that. We are in blatant <laughs> disregard of the Rocketeer Code. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. But no, but I never put I never put explosive payload. I mean, I had ones that had like you know that had the the, the rockets that had the bigger nose cone, so you could put larger payload. Oh my gosh, I could have put a couple of M80s in that. Oh, sucker. absolutely. Did you put live a, payload? Did you put any small like mice, frogs, grasshoppers, anything uh, like that? I put I put a, all I could find was a bumblebee. That's and you put find. it in there and sent it. I put it in there, and it came yeah. back down like what's his name Hughes. <laughs> Flattered their back, bumble. Yeah, it was yeah. It came back. It came back disassembled. Dis. Oh, oh yeah. I guess so. The G force probably uh, shooting up. The G force. Yeah, it, uh, disassembled the bumblebee. It's you. You talk about the bumble. How many G's a uh, bumblebee can pull in normal flight? Well, they not enough. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> not in rocket flight. <laughs> Oh, man, the things you do with those. My brother Gavin was way into them, my uh, second oldest brother. And he put one through the roof of the church. The The parachute didn't open. It was called the Big Bertha was that kit. I, I remember if, the Big Bertha, yes. He put one of those right through the roof of the church. It just, and all that was sticking up were just the fins. They had to repair the roof on the church. Cause he the, launched it from the inside? No, from uh, out in the park. And it went, you know, up oh, as okay. it should, oh, okay. and so the chute didn't, de- didn't deploy. So it, it just went right into the roof of the church. <laughs> it had a good time. He also blew all the hair off his face, actually, with uh, one of those that's, Estes rockets. That's, that's, actually, that's actually one of my bits. Oh yeah, was yeah. the guy ne- was the was the guy next door? Yeah, is that uh, that when he turned around, he looked like Ziggy Stardust? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Gavin. Really, he, he, all of his eyebrows gone, all of his bangs gone, <laughs> just red face. It, it didn't it didn't go off. Just like we were talking about the guy. You know, he did the acne. Well, that's another thing. that's another line in the Rocketeers code. By the way, I found yeah. out is that you are supposed to wait sixty seconds after. After a misfire before approaching the rocket. That's the rocket. And 60, seconds, 60 seconds for a 10-year-old boy is an eternity. Was there any? <laughs> it's a long time. You're going to count through that fast. Also, <laughs> was there anything about lawsuits or anything? You will not sue us. You Anything like that? <laughs> well, that's what. That's actually, yeah, that's actually what I think the Rocketeer's Code is. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a liability. It's a, re, it's a release of liability <laughs> yeah. against the Estes Corporation. Absolutely. Oh, it's like, well, no, yeah. you suck. It's how did that accident happen? Well, I, uh, I was fid- fiddling. Oh, so you did not use a proper launch device. No, I didn't. Ha! You promised you would. You violated your the contract. The Rocketeer Code, so, yeah. and so we are not liable. 
I, mean, I yeah, assume that was rocket, part of it. They call it a rocketeer code, so it makes it sound like you're a little astronaut. Well, then I've signed many Rocketeer codes in my life, I guess. Quite a few. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I go to an amusement park, you know what I mean? You sign them. You're signing those all the time. I sure. won't. I'll, I won't. I'll blame myself for my stupidity over and over. But uh, anyway, back to Crash and Burn. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. a fantastic. It was just a just a fantastic week. It's always uh, it's always a, a it's jam packed full of media and then meetings with the other comics. We we sit down. We do some writing sessions. Yeah, it's this great. One, this one was unusual. Is uh, is uh, the, the the comics decided that they didn't like writing together? Oh really? <laughs> Are you yeah. serious? Yes. Yeah, oh. I, I loved yeah, the sessions together. Oh, no, I, mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. So did I. But uh, no, apparently, apparently we were we were all in our own space. Oh, okay. And, and we, we felt that we we all felt that we were sacrificing the uh, the individual. We for the group effort, we were sacrificing the individual. Okay. And that it was kind of decided. It was kind of mutual. I think even myself, I didn't really. I'm so damn busy. These things seem, you, they seem completely It's because frantic. when you're in the group, you can't look your jokes up on the Internet. Be honest, Tim. You guys were <laughs> looking up all your stuff. No, I, I, I was to say, I liked working with the group. I think because when I did that and approached it, I was doing material that was – there was one bit I had tried once. That's it. And the rest was so new that I felt so – just naked. I really wanted some, some input quick because I and knew what, I had... it. Right. Sure. Me, yeah. Me too. Me too. It, it, it's uh, we even we even turned it over. This was this was fascinating too. One night we actually uh, did a did a uh, writing session with the audience. Oh, really? Actually, yeah. Thursday night after the show, we did a writing session on stage and let the audience point out to us and it, it was probably a good thing somebody somebody told me a bit that i had been doing up until that point that they had heard it before oh and well, it was that's like good oh uh, oh my gosh i am so grateful yeah and that was oh, that, that's that line. very and good then it was funny it was funny then uh so that line you know i crossed it right out i go thank you for pointing that out and then uh everybody took turns trying to add more to that line Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a tag like for that about, thing you can't say. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we. Te- yeah, it's like, no, no, you guys don't understand. I'm not never doing that bit again. I'm ashamed <laughs> that I thought I wrote something that you had heard before. I am mortally wounded by the, that information. Yeah. I can't even tell. I can't even tell you the bit. Yeah, it's embarrassing, even, even though it, it's, that's how embarrassing it's it is. It's normal. Yes. It's normal to be on the same wavelength as other humans. But, but I will not even re- I will not even reveal it. I will not even reveal it to because you'd probably say, "Really, you thought you wrote that?" Well, say, tell me, <laughs> tell me, you no, did. No. You forgot I was in the first show, so you should have to tell me <laughs> this horrible hackneyed premise that you spent four hours. <laughs> I was pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was. It, it, it was. It was bordering on hack, but I didn't know that it wasn't original. So yeah, it, it felt hack. But you know, I, I had a couple lines like that to open the show. Just uh, yeah, just you know, to, one of them was a uh, boy. Boy is Minnesota cold. You know, it just to kind of just I, to hosting, try to. You know, I got yeah. a. I've got a. I've got to start. I got to start slowly. So yeah, the hosting I, sets a, a challenge. It definitely is. It's, right. It's, it's so, hard. Um, so any of the lines that you did from that from that for that first year are they the, uh, do you have any lines that are now in the uh, 
part, yeah. part, part of the routine? The, I actually do, and there's a couple of those bits that I'll be recording in October. They're going to end up on the uh, on the CD in October that I'm recording it. That you wrote said that you wrote seven years ago. That I started then. I mean, I did them that wow. week, and then they had no place to go in my show, and they sat to the side. Oh, okay. And then I would tinker with them for uh, uh-huh. maybe a weekend, and then put them away. And so they've just uh-huh. been on the shelf for seven years, and and they're, and they're finally going to make it. Yeah, they're good ideas. They're, they were good ideas. I liked them. And uh, they just didn't have a home, but now they kind of have a home. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. So you have that to look uh, forward to. Oh, boy. And uh, also, uh, we we have to have another show to look forward to because this one. Is this it? uh, Are we we done? Oh. Yeah, that went quick, huh? It did go quick. So uh, all the shows are on uh, uh, iTunes. You can uh, uh, subscribe to the show there. You can uh, leave us some comments. We'd like to know what you thought of the show, what you do not like about the show. Also, we are on Facebook, uh, Rule of Three Podcast, I believe, on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, uh, Like like us there. And uh, uh, thanks for listening. If you want more information about me, I'm timslegel.com. Or you can go to bentwashburn.com and find out very little about me there. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to find out more? We'll see you next week.